Thank you for listening to or watching to another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about a true return to elemental primaries in Destiny 2 and how I think it would have really helped the game out. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I'm probably live right now, so come on in. If I'm not live, you can click the follow button on my Twitch channel. If you're watching on YouTube, hitting the subscribe and the like button is an easy way to support what I do. This is going to be on an hour-long Q&A. I am going to start maybe trying to regiment the time here a little bit just for my own sake my voice i'm doing multiple talks and q a sessions a day now uh and the zur bounty and all that's going to go live in about an hour we're going to push through that once that's done we're going to do some more borderlands talks if you're liking the borderlands content again remember to subscribe and follow the channel a lot of borderlands stuff coming your way playing through all the games with my wife again we love the franchise as well as doing talks and q a but this is going to be about destiny uh for now so first question coming in from charbin 14. Do you think Bungie will have a hard time producing content without the help of Activision and Vicarious Visions? They're just losing all that manpower. This this sort of goes hand in hand with my talk about PvP potentially changing. Uh, Anon the Nine said in his leaks that it's going to go towards more a PvEVP environment like the Dark Zone. Traditional Crucible, I think, could be going away. If you don't like my video, that's fine. I'm just making observations about what's happening. Less emphasis, less content, less focus on PvP, more of a focus on Gambit. Josh Hamrick is leaving, has left Bungie. They could be realigning to spend less production time on that because they do have fewer resources. I don't know. I, I don't know how all the finances work. I don't know how their bandwidth works. I, if they pivot to another engine, they may be able to build things faster and more quickly and more efficiently. Um, so, I don't know. Next question from uh, Ba with the Ba. <laughs> da bang, da bang. Okay, uh, how would you feel about no cores for infusion on gear that's already masterworked? Um, hmm. This is not a bad this is not a bad solution. I still think cores and infusions a pain point if you're wanting to expand your gear or your loadouts or experiment or try new things or have diversity. I just don't think they belong in there. I don't dislike your idea, but I don't know if it's a, if if it's a solution for the main frustration that people have with cores. My name is Kid, right? I picked up on that name. That's a that's a <clears throat> that's that's not music I listen to, I, <laughs> but I remember that from my childhood. That was a long time ago. Uh, Studley, if you get elemental primaries, what makes you want to use a kinetic primary that's not exotic? Again, if you listen to the talk, I said you would obviously have elements on all primaries, okay? And that kinetic crit bonus that you get right now would just apply to all primaries. So all hand cannons, pulses, and scouts would be in the same slot. They'd have an element randomly applied to them if they don't presently have one. And then you would still get the uh, the crit bonuses if it were a kinetic. We don't, you don't need them to stay kinetic. Like it just, if there's no shield on the enemy and it's a primary weapon, give it that crit multiplier. Like why not? It just, the, the, the weapon system makes far more sense like that. Peter Iliak, do you think there are any aspects or nuances of the Borderlands series that could or should be implemented by Bungie to pique the player's desirability to play and farm? This is something that I think Bungie has gotten right in some respects, but they're doing it to the wrong things, okay? Loot explosions are really exciting. You see them in Borderlands. You see all that loot on the ground, and it is exciting. You see loot on the ground in Division in a very similar way. I think Division took some inspiration from Borderlands with how stuff lands on the ground. I think Borderlands probably took its inspiration from Diablo. You know, you see the little lights and you get really excited. Now, Destiny does loot explosions for all the wrong things. Like, when a chest opens at the end of a strike, seeing a bunch of blues and like glimmer popping out we all know that's garbage that we don't need so it'd be cool i think if certain environments maybe dropped more things that we needed more engrams more items i don't know given that destiny doesn't do the the loot the way that borderlands does they don't shower you with loot and then you kind of come over and then there's like the the, borderlands has random rolls by the way so that's going to be a really exciting element of borderlands is you know the farming but i would think i would think that that's how you'd want to do it you'd want to say why don't we just start increasing some drops and things of that nature outside of that the only other thing i could really think that they could pull from the borderlands series is a little bit more investment in skill trees 
Borderlands has great skill trees if you play, you know, Salvador or, you know, Maya in Borderlands 2. You've got the three skill trees. You drill down in each one. They have a theme and then they have a capstone. Destiny kind of does that. So, like, Salvador had three skill trees and then he had the three capstones. A Titan has three subclasses and then they each have their own attunements. So, there's actually really good depth there, but there's just not a lot of customization. So, if you want to run you know nova there's only a couple you know differences there's not major differences so i would love to see them do more with skill trees d1 skill trees were kind of an illusion of choice because a lot of the things that you would you would potentially try out were terrible so it was kind of pointless it was like you're not going to run some of these loadouts uh i was playing a game called uh generation zero recently surprisingly really good game by the way really fun i did it for a bounty and I don't get any kickbacks if you buy the game. I would check it out if I were you. I found it to be pretty cool. And that had more depth to its skill trees than Destiny does. And sure, it was little things like sprinting speed, reload speed, aiming down sight speed. But why not do that? Why why not give themes to certain subclasses? Like, hey, if you run Slova, your Nova's really slow and really powerful, here's a bunch of things that you can do to make your melee hit harder to make your um i don't know you're going to be a little bit heavier when you're jumping but you can jump farther things like that like as you're spending in those skill trees it's adjusting how you reload how you move how you melee um maybe different gun types if you're running slova what if like really hard hitting weapons could get buffs from your skill tree you could say when you run slova you can invest skill points in making grenade launchers and shotguns hit really really hard and instead of hand cannons maybe pulses i don't know like that could be really really cool because then when you switch to a a certain subclass you could then kind of customize well when i run slova i invested in all the skill tree you know perks and things that make me hit hard and make me feel heavy but maybe when you go with like like maybe when you go with way of a thousand cuts there's a bunch of skills in there to make you super agile and really fast but then your melee's weaker or you know things of that nature that could be really really cool i think to give you some of that extra extra oomph and personalization over your character and that's a little inspired by Borderlands um, because you definitely can change the way you play in Borderlands when I discovered uh, Money Shot and Chaotic Evil Monk on a Salvador I was like oh my gosh this is totally different than how I've been playing uh, the Gunzerker PhDJ you may address something like this in the talk but what do you think about giving infinite ammo to kinetic primaries giving them a reason to be used over potentially more powerful elemental primaries I just don't think this is really going to solve any problems um, primary ammo falling on the ground was a challenge in vanilla D2 because we were using primaries all the time um, you know double primary in the callus fight was very very frustrating I remember celebrating seeing white bricks Uh, and green bricks on the ground kinetic is just all over the ground now I never want for primary ammo ever unless I'm doing something really unique where I'm sitting back and not moving forward to pick up ammo I don't there's not a lot of uh, times where I'm doing that so as long as you're moving through where the enemies are you're just naturally picking up kinetic ammo I don't I don't think this is really solving any problems Uh, FET 44 how do you think Bungie could hit the mark with a PvPVE environment? Should it be something like Light versus Dark Guardians, a loot pool that only exists in that zone? Um, I had an idea for a conquest mode like a long time ago, and Gambit has some similarities to the idea that I outlined uh, quite a while ago. And the idea that I had was you would be working your way toward an environment where you could face off against other guardians. Um, If you go back and watch some of my ideas in those old videos, it's surprising how similar uh, what they did in Gambit is to some of my suggestions. I don't know if they watched the video, but it's peculiar. It's very, very similar. I talked about how you have to fight your way through ads, trash mobs, and mini bosses, and then eventually you get to a place where you can attack each other. And I said that would create natural balance because you would not want to burn your heavy and your super on um, 
on the PvP environment, you'd want to maybe use those for mini bosses. The mini bosses would be a, a natural pain point to where you'd be burning through your heavy and you'd be burning through your supers. So when it came time for the PvP environment, it would be more of a gun battle. Um, so something like that, where you're kind of mitigating multiple pain points, and I think I think Gambit is an experiment with how all this could potentially play out. Thank you, Buddha Time, for three months. Your typical Mexican, thank you for eight months. And I missed uh, Bonehead's Prime sub. I am sorry about that, guys. I have alerts turned off for this segment, but I do thank you for your subs. Uh, so they could do something like that, where you're you're moving toward a battle, and once you finally get to that battle, it's very likely you've spent a lot of your blood and treasure. So you're not you're not you know annihilating people with heavy ammo and supers, or or it could be something where you're trying to do it faster than the other team, and you work your way toward a mayhem style battle where it's more lighthearted, it's more crazy, it's not sweaty. Everybody's got supers and heavy, and you just kind of go buck wild. It feels more like a war zone than like a tactical, you know, lane shooting. Uh, so they could do something like that. PvPVE, I think, is just very difficult in Destiny because. There are weapons and supers and things that are so undeniably strong, and if you're feeding people power ammo the way they do in Gambit, it just becomes a pain point and a frustration because whenever it's time to fight against another player, they have stuff that's so difficult to counter, and that's one of the main issues is overshield wall hacks and a machine gun. It's like they have literally everything you need to be, you know, uh, a tank, uh, and I think that just causes a lot of frustration. JD Gamer, could you see D1 being remastered in the future with PS5 and Xbox 2 coming out around 2020 and Destiny 2 being on PC? Could you see Bungie doing this in the future? Listen, I don't know. I mean, I know, I think this question may be inspired by the PAX East Gearbox announcement that, you know, D- Borderlands 1's getting the, 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 the upgraded, you know, high def treatment for free. And then you're getting the 4K treatment for the handsome collection the pre-sequel in borderlands 2 and they're doing that as a wonderful precursor to like lead into hey yeah borderlands 3 is right on the horizon we're getting a launch date in like a week we don't know but i'm assuming it's 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 not a year from now if they're trying to get your attention right now and they're they're uh they're doing these remasters so the the challenge here would be bungie's made it pretty clear that interacting with the old content and upgrading it and bringing it over is tough it's not fast. Their their development tools, the Tiger Engine, it's all a bit archaic and slow and sluggish. I don't think they've gotten to a point where uh, that stuff is quickly done or fast. So I don't know how likely this is going to be. I think they're more focused on the next iteration of Destiny being bigger and better and potentially building it in a new engine. At least that's you know that's all of our hopes is that they pivot uh, they pivot to a new engine and dedicated servers and truly expand the game beyond the the more limited peer to peer feeling um, that it has right now. Uh, slinging uh, ink. Do you feel that matchmaking for PvP and Destiny is broken? Super broad question. I don't have much to say about it. I don't interact with it that much. Uh, Broken? Probably not. I just think with the player base shrinking, it's probably acting peculiar. Uh, They've siphoned a lot of players. Uh, They've siphoned off a lot of players into Gambit. If you look at the numbers, you'll see... On Destiny Tracker, you'll see like 560,000 for Crucible. Well, it's more like 350,000. Uh, so they've the, that's the lowest the Crucible's been in a really really long time, and I think they've they've manufactured that. They've siphoned a lot of players off into Gambit. Um, they've not offered a lot for Crucible, so I would think that you you would probably maybe experiencing matchmaking sluggishness or weird weirdness because the player base is shrinking on that side of the field. Uh, Faint fawn. Your opinion on Luna's Howl and destroying uh, and Nightfall destroying weapon in PvP? This question does, isn't like a complete sentence. I, I don't have an opinion on the Lunas and the Not Forgotten hurting Crucible because if you want power in the Crucible, if you don't want the boring double primary lane camping team shotting that we had in Vanilla D2, and you want power, and you want pinnacle weapon pursuits, then accept it and move the frick on. Like, seriously. 
that's just the nature of the game you're chasing power in pve and you have a pvp game in a pve game where you chase power so people are chasing power in the crucible and that's what the lunas and the not forgotten was born out of so captain pickles do you think that bungie's engine or resources being used on d3 limit the perk pool for example how cool would a machine gun with dragon fire tracer rounds that ignite enemies be i don't know if the engine is limiting those things or if if uh pvp is limiting those things i don't know i want to say it's pvp there's been some wild things they've done with weapons wolf pack rounds the napalm from the um the exotic, uh, the exotic, oh, the exotic rocket launcher. It's leaving my brain right now. Uh, that you could use. It would put like napalm, dragon's breath. Thank you. The dragon's breath, the wolf pack rounds, the Siva mites on the outbreak prime. I don't know. They've done some pretty wild things, man. I don't think it's the engine. I think they're worried about what it does to Crucible most of the time. Wouldn't Crucible be uh, far more attractive if we took away? supers and more kinetic and heavy ammo and had more kinetic and heavy ammo man every time people try to promote a version of the crucible where they're literally just gutting things and taking things away it just slowly starts to feel like d2 vanilla in my mind like some gross interpretation or weird evolution of halo i just i don't think so i I just don't think so i think you're you try to turn the game into another version of itself Desi's PvP has always been complained about while being engaged with. I hate these matadors. Ah, oh, these these Lunas. I can't get a God Roll Luna. They complain about the very thing that they're chasing, and if they get, they will use it themselves. You know, it's like you'll complain about shotguns and getting rushed by shotguns while you do it. You kind of complain about the meta while being the meta. It's just the nature of the Crucible. The minute you go to like a really balanced, really boring, really bland crucible, oh, they should just take out supers and power ammo. So you want like a Halo Call of Duty mishmash? Like it just, it just, I don't think it would, I don't think it would be something that people would like. I just don't think it would be something that people would like. There's always going to be meta weapons. There's always going to be space magic and power in Destiny. That's just the nature of it, right? They do need to balance things sometimes when they're just too unbelievably strong. Uh, Prometheus lens, you know, the, the, the changes to one eyed mask. I don't know how much of a difference that made, but you know, and they made the change to shards of Galanor because if used properly, people were getting like five or six blade barrages in a game. Now those could have been exceptions. Those could have been games against complete total potatoes, but that's generally what happens is they, they have runaway items that end up meeting balanced. A lot of the times you're trying to do what they did in year one. You're trying to punt. Okay, well, one-hit weapons are a problem in the Crucible. Let's just throw them on the heavy slot and give people double primary. I mean, that's a punt. You're not balancing. You're not balancing the Crucible when you do that. You're just punting. You're like, well, we don't have to worry about shotguns presence, and we don't have to worry about snipers presence in the Crucible because they're, they're non-existent. They're just power weapons now. They're just power weapons. We're just basically slating them to rhythmic presence instead of consistent presence. And everybody hated it. So anytime somebody's like, get rid of supers, get rid of power ammo, I'm like, dude, you're calling for a version of the Crucible that they've already tried and nobody liked. One of the annoyances of D2 is the primary guns in the energy slot, like Curated Nation of Beasts, only have threat level or snipers to pair with. Uh, to have a powerful loadout. Yeah, I touched on this in the talk. The current system limits choice as opposed to encouraging it. Under your suggestion, would weapons follow the D1 categories, all shotties and snipers in special, to encourage diversity? Yeah, 100%. I said this in the talk. Yes. Smith. In retrospect, if there was an esports league for Destiny like Call of Duty, do you think it would help benefit the game or be a complete bust? I just don't think you can get into esports with peer-to-peer. I don't think you can. You can't take it serious. I mean, what are you going to do? Have people getting DDoS during qualifiers? You know, what are you going to do? That that's what would happen. You'd have people getting DDoS during qualifiers. You'd have people losing because of because of lag. Like it just you can't get a consistent you just can't get a consistent or or a healthy tick rate on peer to peer, consistent connections, hosts getting advantage. It just doesn't work. I you cannot no 
I don't listen. If you're if you're if you're even paying attention to the esports world, okay, no one's gonna take your game serious if it's peer to peer. No one. It's it, what are you doing? It need you need dedicated servers now. Call of Duty, okay, was traditionally peer to peer, and then to be land for the tournaments. Again, I just, I, what do I mean by peer to peer? Peer to peer means you're connecting to one person, and they're basically the host of the game. They are the server. It's peer to peer, person to person, instead of person to server. When you play on, when you play Fortnite, you're connecting to a Fortnite server, and you're all playing on that server. When you play Destiny's PvP, or even when you play Public Spaces, you're connecting to someone on that in in that area. It's Peta says, "Are there any news on what Arc Week is? Might it uh, come with a rare Arc primary, or will it just be everything has Arc burn? You know, I don't know the." People that are like all remaining catalysts, I'm like, dude, if they do that, that's one of the corniest freaking things I've ever heard of. Um, yeah, the Arbalist is not Ark. I thought maybe it was going to be centered around this bad boy. Uh, I don't really understand this. It fires slugs that cause massive damage to elemental shields of enemy combatants, and then they put disruption break on it. If you break an enemy shield with this weapon, it makes them more vulnerable to kinetic damage. So, I just don't know if anybody's going to care about this thing unless it's really, really cool. It's a linear fusion, and its charge time's a five-three-three. So I, you know, I, so I don't know it, it, with a with a five-three-three charge time. Are people? Is that going to be crooked? I mean, the crooked fang has a faster charge time out of the box of five hundred. Well, no, the new Crooked Fang is 533. So, yeah, I mean, it's basically got a Crooked Fang charge time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Dry uh, Drifty. I came to Destiny with the day one pat, the day one launch of D2, and have been playing consistently every week since. I love PvE and will play PvP as a means to complete goals and progression without complaint. The gamut mechanic was interesting at first, but became boring very quick. Am I the player audience profile Destiny's designing for, or am I a relic? No, if you primarily play PvE, and you only play PvP when you kind of have to, you're the majority. You're not the minority. Lots of people play the game that way. Most of the player base does that. Most. And it's been that way for four years. Uh, Bonehead. Do you have any predictions about what the new six-man matchmade activity will be for for next season? A horde mode in the Castellum is, is, I think, a pretty good guess. There'll be like a horde mode in the Castellum. The mechanics are already there. The space is already there. They already have the spawn points and the waves. They already have mini bosses that come out. Horde mode in Castellum. Uh, Luck Dragon. For a total noob, can you get? Uh, can you give a quick rundown of what Elemental is in Destiny? Or what the big question is? Uh, or is that a big question? Go to Google. I'm confused. You're here and asking a question in a Destiny Q and A. You don't understand what elements are in the game. Like it's. That has a fire symbol. It's solar. Uh, that has this, the, like the electric symbol. That's arc. And then there is the circular purple one. Is void. They're just different colors of elements. That's just what they do in games like this. It's kind of that's crazy. You don't know the answer to that one. Uh, Omnilink Strife. Uh, do you think that if elemental primaries are added back in, they should only be exotics and pri- No, I answered this in the talk. I don't think elements add enough power to warrant an exotic. Here's an elemental version of the Midnight Coup, and it's exotic. It just doesn't warrant use. But what if there's Arcburn? You're going to put away your Wardcliff coil on Arcburn? No, that, that's ridiculous. You're not going to do that. The benefit of having an element on a gun is... like If you throw on a Nation of Beasts... Do you feel like you're using an exotic? No. You feel like you're using a hand cannon that just happens to have arc and maybe dragonfly. I don't know if you can get dragonfly on Nation of Beasts. Trust. Just happens to be solar and has dragon. It has it has dragonfly. That doesn't you don't feel like you're using an exotic. So adding an element to a Midnight Coup or a Warden's Law doesn't turn it into an exotic, in my opinion. Um Element should only be added to existing exotic primaries, not the other primaries. No, I disagree with that as well. I don't know why. I mean, okay, I make an entire talk about why I think they should bring back elemental primaries. And your question is, do I think they should only do it to exotics? Did you? I, 
Maybe you weren't here for the talk. I'm arguing for a better weapon system where I think elemental primaries need to come back. And you're like, well, do you think they should only do it to the exotics? No! The exotics aren't even that good! Like, what exotic primary are you suddenly going to start... What are you going to start using? What are you going to start using? Okay? You go to exotics. Okay? You go to exotics. And... What are you going to start using just because they throw an element on it? You're going to put away your Wardcliff Coil, your 1K Voices, your Lord of Wolves, maybe even your Celesto or your Coldheart, right? In the right instances, those are really strong. Just adding an element to the Huckleberry is not going to make it better. It isn't. Elements don't have enough strength in the game. They don't. Like, they don't do enough in the game. Elements don't do enough in the flow of combat to warrant that. That's just not enough, you know? You just step back in. This question was submitted a while ago. I mean, if you miss my talk, that's fine. But I, I feel like it was pretty clear from the title and the topic that I want elemental primaries to come back. So your question kind of already has been answered. It's clear I want elemental primaries to come back, not elements on exotics. That's just not... In D1, the burns were only on exotics or on raid weapons. That's what I was getting at. Right, and I addressed that in my talk. I just don't think elemental damage in the game right now, it does not have enough presence to warrant only being done on exotics. Right? Even in D1, they didn't do enough to warrant that. I thought it was a lame... It it was totally lame. They took away elemental primaries because that's all anybody used. They didn't use normal primaries. So instead of giving us elemental primaries across the board... They just took they just took elemental primaries away and they gave them back to us in the form of exotics. The only time I used an elemental primary exotic was when it was small arms. Because they'd be like, oh, it's small arms and void burn? Okay, I'll use the pulse rifle from the exotic pulse rifle from Wrath of the Machine. I just don't think they're strong enough. Like I said in the in the talk, elements do almost nothing in the game right now. They're not that strong. Uh Gale, how is current Destiny for a solo player? Is there enough endgame content for a solo player? I mean, I think so. I don't know. You're here every day. I I, I feel like th- this is a super generic question, Gale. I don't I don't understand why you're even asking this. Like, what what do you, what do you want me to say? Do you mean do you mean beginning to end? Only post Forsaken? Mainly in Forsaken? Which are you talking about? Like, I I don't know. For a solo player, there's matchmaking for virtually everything except for Nightfalls, so I guess, like, if you're wanting to run raids, if you're wanting to run raids, I would say, uh, I would say maybe, um, I would say maybe. Hopefully we don't start dropping frames. My service host is doing something. Um, my internet's doing something. Uh, hopefully we don't start dropping frames. Service host delivery optimization. Windows is doing something and it shouldn't be. I, I tell it to not, to not do this. Um, I'm not trying to scold you. It's just like, Gail, you're here a lot. Like, I don't know what you want me to say about like a real generic, like, do you think there's enough end game content? I mean, again, I don't know what you want me to say. I think there's a lot of content to do, but if you're wanting to run nightfalls or raids, they've never, they've never been built for solo players. They haven't been. I would caution you against reckoning tier three as a solo player. That is, uh... That is rough. I think that's pretty rough. So, I mean, that's the best answer I can give you is, um, that's false. Elemental primaries were only on exotics and raid weapons. They were on trials weapons also. They didn't do elemental primaries that late in Destiny, Allsack. No, they didn't. They did that in, uh, they did that in, um, when did they do that? They did, uh, they, they did that in, um, Sorry, Odious, I didn't mean to hit you. They did that in they did that in House of Wolves, but then they took it away. Elemental primaries did not return to trials, right? You know what I mean? Why you can do this kind of show if you're gonna crap on folks for asking questions? I mean, it's just not a question that that is that I don't think you can expect a good answer to is what I'm trying to get at. When people ask real generic questions, they're like, so how is the state of Destiny 2 right now? That's not really a question. That's like super broad. Like, I, I can't give you a good answer is all I'm trying to say. So when you say, how is the current Destiny 2 for a solo player? Is there enough endgame content for a solo player? It's just never really been that way. 
trials trials never had matchmaking nightfalls never had matchmaking raids never had matchmaking so when you look at that now if you're going to say oh well i'm not thinking about that as end game the forges are fine for solo players but reckoning is not so that would be my biggest concern for you is that you're going to really struggle to enjoy the game if you're wanting to play those things uh johnny Lono, what about keeping uh, kinetic uh, as an option for all weapon types and bump the damage increase up 7% so there may be more tangible differences between shield breaking versus pure top of the line DPS? Again, I don't think wep- I don't think shields are that difficult to break, right? I don't think they're that difficult to break. So I don't even I don't think anybody would I mean, what do you so you're going to turn a shotgun into a kinetic I just don't think this solves any problems. I just think it might make the system more confusing. So, like, I'm going to make a shotgun kinetic, and I'm going to get a 7% damage increase. So now I don't really need to bop, pop the shield. Uh, yeah, I don't think this solves a problem. I think this muddies it more. I think this muddies it more and makes it more confusing. Um, so... I think my computer is downloading something. I think I just need to start each day and make sure that Windows Update is disabled in services. Um, Because I think it's doing something. And more than likely, whenever it's done, it's going to be like, you have an update. And then then it'll start dropping frames because it'll ping the Microsoft servers periodically to see if the update's been done. And when it does that, it makes me drop frames. Um, Yeah, I don't think this is a solution, Johnny. I I don't like the idea of like, I can turn the element off and turn it kinetic and just get a damage buff. Um, I don't know. Uh, Alpha Copter. Well, I missed the Q&A earlier for leaving loot, uh, but had a burning question. Wouldn't leaving loot behind contradict the points we always bring up for the cores in infusion debate? Keeping the guns you like at level, especially if we get the rolls we want uh, most towards the end of a season. Well, I I don't know if you watched the... um, I don't know if you watched the talk. I don't know if you watched that talk. But what I said was, you wouldn't just leave behind loot like, sorry, suck it up, pal. You would institute more agency. So Ada's bounties, that theme of agency of like chasing loot and knowing what you're going after, that would need to be more prevalent in the game. So you don't have somebody getting to the 11th hour and the 11th month and they still haven't gotten the shotgun that they really want, right? You wouldn't want that to be happening. So you need more agency in the game. The other thing, the other thing I said was, it would be once a year, and it'd be rolling calendar. I've even, I've even expanded on the idea more. So basically, anything that you got in Black Armory, you wouldn't have to worry about it getting left behind for twelve whole months. So in like December of this year, you would whatever they whatever content they deliver, you wouldn't be able to raise the power level of stuff gotten from Black Armory, but there'd be new stuff to chase. Right? The only reason we're infusing old gear and bringing it up is because they're not putting enough new ga- new gear in the game anyway. Like you're generally keeping most of your content. I mean, we laughed today when that guy in chat was like, "Oh, I'm in your blind well," and I checked his loadout: Midnight Coup, Ikala shotgun. It was like, "Wow, he's really in." You know, and we teased him, but like I run Ikala shotgun. You know. I pivoted away from Midnight Coup towards more of a Warden's Law more often, and now I've been really enjoying the Service Revolver, but, like, that guy's in the second piece of the annual pass after Forsaken, and he's still running stuff he got vanilla. You know? So, if every time they added stuff to the loot pool, they gave you agency, so you didn't go months without getting it, right? I don't want somebody getting to the 11th month and the 11th hour and being like, I still haven't gotten that hand cannon, right? Ada's Bounties does this. This is the way I phrased it. Ada's Bounties empowers the casual to get the gun and it empowers the hardcore to chase the gun. That's, that's what those, that's what that level of agency does for you. So you're not getting to the 11th month and the 11th hour and like, well, this is crap, man. They're making us leave behind our loot and I just got it. Only if you've literally not been playing. I mean, that's just not going to happen in the system that I've outlined. So you get more benefit in the grind. You get more reason to chase new loot because periodically you're leaving behind segments of your your loadout. So like, 
for example, Forsaken would have hit and you would have had to leave behind your Midnight Coup, but not your Ikelos Shotgun. The Ikelos Shotgun hasn't hit its 12th month yet. Ikelos Shotgun would have hit, what, January or February? And then it would have been like, it's been 12 months. The next DLC, Season of the Drifter, you can no longer infuse the Ikelos Shotgun past 650. Ikelos can go up to 650, but it can't go past it. It's been 12 months. It's getting left behind. Then you'd get to, uh, well, no, not January. It would have been, it'd have been maybe in the summer, honestly, because uh, Ikelos was Warmind. Sorry, I had it backwards. I just, I think the, I think the weapon pool mushrooms and chokes itself. You just, you're continuing to use stuff from year one because it's good, and there's no reason to switch. Flying man goes. Hey, Lono, do you think they should bring back every weapon having a chance to drop as any element? Uh, I think they need to use the year one weapons a little bit smarter than that, but I do think the year one weapons need to come back with random rolls in the year two treatment. Yes. I love the idea of elemental primaries, but I have a fear about how impactful they will be. How would you feel about the idea of intrinsic perks on legendaries or exotics that offer multiple elemental benefits, similar to the, how the twin tail fox does void and has solar burn after the explosion? Well, I think you're swinging a little too hard at this problem. I think you're trying to add too much. These are just legendary weapons. Like, I, I don't want to turn every gun into, like, a, an insane weapon. I mean, intrinsic on legendaries or exotics that offer multiple elemental benefits. Now, maybe they would need to do that on exotic primaries, like, give them multiple elemental benefits. Void damage and then firefly or something like that. You don't want to do this on legendaries. That would make legendaries way too strong. Wordy. While I don't think you're wrong, I don't want to reserve the freedom of a loadout with Forsaken. I don't want to reverse the freedom of a loadout. Do you think we could reach a middle ground by having two first slots be completely open? Listen, if you think Forsaken, if you think I'm trying to take away freedom, I don't think you understand what I'm arguing for. You don't have freedom that I'm going to take away from you right now. Oh, but Lono, Lono, I can use a Nation of Beasts down here, and I can use a threat level up here. Okay, in my system, you could still do that. You would just be equipping your your Nation of Beasts up here and your threat level down here. I'm not taking away your freedom. You would still be running a primary and a secondary. You'd have more freedom, though, because if you want to run Nation of Beasts, you could run it with other shotguns, like a Badlander, like an Ikelos. You would not have less freedom. I want to run two snipers or two shotguns in those slots. I think that is such feigned freedom. That's not freedom. It isn't. That was just a that was just an a, that was just a a sleight of hand magic trick that they did. You want to equip three shotguns? Equip three shotguns. Who's doing that and why? It's not effective. It doesn't what's it do? It's yeah, it's gimmicky. It doesn't give you any benefits in the game. You're hand, you're hamstringing yourself if you do that. It's yeah, it's an illusion of freedom. The truth is, the truth is, what did you get by them doing that? You got a really weird system where in the kinetic slot, there's one new shotgun and a couple of snipers. No, I'm sorry. There, there's also the the shot. There's a couple new shotguns, like three new shotguns, only like one worth using, right? It's just for memes. I, it doesn't make any sense. It's terrible ammo economy. It's terrible for your ammo economy. Terrible for your efficiency. It was an illusion of freedom. It didn't. It gave you less freedom. So now, when you're like, "Oh, but Lono, I can run the Horrors Least or the Trust. I have an elemental. I have an. I have. I have a. I have a, a primary down here. Okay. And your your choices for secondary are what? Dust Rock is not a good secondary now for PvE, so most everybody's going to try and use a threat level. That's pretty much it. Snipers are butt cheeks in PvE, and even if they weren't, that's all you'd have, is a couple of kinetic snipers and, like, a handful of kinetic shotguns. No fusions, no trace rifles. Like, it just doesn't make it. The system doesn't make any sense. It truly doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense at all. Like, if you wanted, if you wanted to move around and do that for memes and have extra shotguns and stuff, here's my, here's my response to you. I don't care if you lose that freedom, because I think we would gain way more. Way more. 
what we would gain by simplifying the system putting elements on all the primaries and digging into better elemental perks making fusions and snipers better because they'd all be in the same exact slot I think we would gain so much more for our loadouts and all that would happen is you would lose the cheesy meme of oh I have on all shotguns or snipers whoop de frick I don't care about that I'm sorry I don't like that's not benefiting the player base at large it's benefiting people that want to goof around uh it's literally the same system but I can have any weapon in either of the two slots I mean if you wanted to continue to do that that's fine if if you want to argue for that and be like Bungie if you go back to this at least let me move move shotguns around so I can have two shotguns on or two snipers I guess I wouldn't care I I, I guess I wouldn't care it's not going to do anything and you're just goofing off Again, if you lose that freedom, I don't think the game is having a big net loss. Almost nobody's doing that and being serious. It's more about empowering players to have good, strong loadouts, better perks, better weapons to chase than you just goofing around with two shotties. You know. Uh, Wordy has another one. Uh, no, you just submitted it twice. I destroy stuff. And your variation of elemental primaries, or possibly D1 didn't play, would basically be a weapon with white ammo in the first slot, green in secondary, and then power as is. Or is this system you have in place? Yeah, that's what it was. It was white, green, purple. That's all it was. White, green, purple. You would, uh, you would pick up white ammo and it would feed your primary. That's all it is, you know? But that's their fun. I'm more concerned about the player base at large and the game at large than somebody goofing off. You know? I'm not saying people can't do stupid stuff for fun. Hear my argument. Hear my argument. I'm not trying to crap on people's fun. We have a confused and muddled weapon system that limits freedom significantly. So because you can run double snipers and double shotguns, what do we have? We have a bunch of primary weapons in the energy slot that if I want to run them, I'm forced to run a very, very, very small sampling of secondary weapons. What, why? What, why, are, why are you limiting my freedom so you can, you can run two shotties or two snipers? Like, the, the player base at large would benefit far better from this system. Why is it confused? We literally had people confused just this morning who said, No, 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 Lono, a submachine gun's not a primary weapon. Yes, it is. The recluse is a primary weapon. It uses primary ammo. It has an element on it. Even, even this morning we had confusion in the community about it because people don't understand like no a submachine is a primary weapon even though it's even though it's even though it's not even because it has energy ammo in it it's still a primary weapon it's still using white ammo not green ammo they meant kinetic no it's not kinetic it's a second it's in the secondary slot and it has um, an element on it but it uses the white ammo it's primary it's not kinetic that's the other confusion. If a, if a submachine gun lands lands in the slot where it has an element on it, okay? Here's a perfect example. The Vestian Dynasty. It's not a kinetic weapon. It's an elemental weapon that uses primary ammo. It's, confu- it's confusing! It is! And it doesn't benefit you. you I, this is what drives me nuts. You guys are defending something that doesn't benefit the player base it doesn't benefit you it doesn't it doesn't benefit to you to have a ringing nail down here it doesn't you could run the same loadouts you think are so dope if the ringing nail was up here and all shotguns and snipers got moved down here because then they'd be in the same they'd be in the same lane as fusions I'm not trying to take stuff away from you I'm trying to make the system better for you and you're arguing against me because you want to be you want to run two snipers like what it doesn't it doesn't it, it's not a good system we, uh, what we need is a heavy that uses primary ammo I'm telling you right now it's a simplistic system that would add more depth and diversity you don't have depth and diversity right now it's it's a muddled it's a muddled weapon system uh, super J man I like the idea of elemental primaries but what if we go back to the ability to change the element on weapons um I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I think that, that gets harder for them to to manage because Tractor Cannon is sitting there saying, hey, I'll buff your void damage. And then, you know, you could you could you could basically have builds that are more difficult to manage, you know. 
Ah, you guys, the chat moves so slow, and then all of a sudden I go to click, and it moves immediately as I go to click. I bopped tattoo. I bopped tattoo. <laughs> I'm sorry, tattoo. Uh, it's nice to have a trench barrel perk uh, that does primary damage. I just, you're not seeing the bigger picture. You're not seeing the bigger picture. If you, th- no, I'm not, I'm just, I'm, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. You guys are arguing for teeny little minute, minute benefits for a system that is just muddled and not, and not allowing you for having greater freedom in your loadout. It's limiting freedom in the loadout. It's slating, it is slating primaries into a dead zone. I want you to look at all the primaries that are in this slot. The ringing nail, uh, scout right, you know, the scout rifles, everything that's down in this slot. Look at how many they are, and I want you to weigh that against how many kinetic secondaries you have. Do that, and then you'll see how imbalanced and stupid the system is. H22 Accord. Uh, what do you think of the upcoming RNG update on 1K Voices only getting slightly better drop rate after seven months? It feels like a baby step. Um, I think it's just like the enhancement cores issue. Um, they're tone deaf and not listening to the community. Optimus Prime. Hey, Lono. If Bungie goes back to the D1 loadout style like you've suggested, which slot would sidearms and SMGs go since they seem to be moving away from traditional PvP? I can't imagine using those over Otto's pulses. I think sidearms... Um, I think sidearms and uh, SMGs would be energy weapons. They'd use green ammo. You'd lower, you'd maybe lower SMG's reserve ammo a little bit, and you'd make their damage a lot higher. You would turn them into uh, gut busters. So you'd get out your sidearm, and you'd be like, pew, 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 and it would gut bust and be really strong, but you, would, you wouldn't use it all the time. Thank you for gifting subs of the, 10 subs of the community silent. Um, SMG, same deal. SMG, SMGs would use green ammo, You'd cut down their their ammo reserves, though. You'd want them to feel a little bit more like a shotgun. Like, you just dump their ammo, like, and then you dump the ammo, gut bust, shield pop, and then you'd, 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 uh, you'd reload, but you'd, you'd like a, kind of like a shotgun, if you do that a lot, you're gonna burn through your ammo, if you start, if you start, ro- you know, really rocking through the enemies with your shotgun, you start getting low on ammo, it would need to feel the same way on an SMG and a sidearm. That's what I would do with them. I would also move swords up to the, the green slot. You'd increase their ammo capacity, or at least their how much ammo they get from a brick, right? And you'd lower their damage. Turn them into a mid-range gut buster, shield popper, and instead of a power weapon. Swords just don't make sense as power weapons right now. They don't. They make much more sense as an energy weapon. Uh, Electric Kitty. I think sidearms and SMGs should be erased from Destiny. We just we just address what they could do with them. Um, Jacob. Hey, Lono. Uh, you think we will get a DLC that isn't centered around an exotic hand cannon? This question makes no sense. The, the annual pass content's not DLC, and it's not centered around exotic anything. Smith. Do you think there should be a dismantle all rares or blue engrams when picking them up? They need to bring that back, yes, as an option. Um, as an option. Now, if they do what I think they should do with the soft cap and blues and purples drop at your level to mitigate the pain of leveling, then you wouldn't want to do this. So they would have value when you're leveling. And then once you're done, you could turn it on and be like, I just want them to auto dismantle. I don't need them anymore. Uh, Evil the Waffler what if elemental primaries use special and are stronger Um, that's not what I want so no I don't think that helps it doesn't help the main problems I outline elements still are not influential enough and there are not enough kinetic secondary options to warrant primaries being in that slot Lobo, what do you think uh, the odds are D3 being bad, considering that they've done in the past the state of the game now? I Stuff like this, I, I don't want to spend any time answering your question. It just doesn't, why? What am I going to say? What do I think the odds of D3 being bad? What do you want me to say to this? I, I don't know. Luke Smith's at the helm. There's rumors that they're going traditional grindy RPG. I've consistently said it needs to be on a new engine and dedicated servers so it can be bigger and better and really land on the next landscape of consoles and I want them to take their time 
outside of that, like, I don't know how to answer your question. It's just so, just like, it's just so nebulous. Grizzly Bear, do you think they should take out PvP in Destiny 3? I mean, I did a whole talk on this. It's not up to me. I'm not campaigning. I'm not campaigning for PvP to be removed, but I think Destiny is evolving away from traditional Crucible. I think Gambit is a part of that evolution, and I think the Crucible is going to fall away, and it's going to be more of a PvPVE environment similar to Dark Zone, right? Uh, Gracula, could you explain what you mean by player agency? You use the phrase a lot, but does it mean player interest or player desire? Sometimes I'm not sure. It's just another word for player intentionality. It's just, it's just player intentionality. I want this gun. I'm going to get the bounty from Ada and I'm going to go after it. Player intentionality, player agency. It's a, it's a directional purposeful grind and chase. If you go into reckoning, you have zero agency over what you get. Just whatever drops. If you go to Ada and you grab a hand cannon bounty and you do it over and over and over again, right? That's player agency. That's player intentionality. Smith, is there any weapons in the game, PvP or PvE, that you wish you could use but you can't because it's just too weak? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what guns I would love to use right now and I would spend, I would actually spend real money for the silver and I would get the, uh, I would get the skin for it. I absolutely love the Graviton Lance. I love it. I think this game, this gun is awesome. I love that. I love that uh, decorative element for it. And I love the new one. The new, the new ornament for it is sexy. I mean, it is very sexy. I would use the frick out of that gun. But it's just too weak. Sunshot, yeah. Oh, I love the sunshot, especially because I have one that someone uh, that Smack made me. He 3D printed that sunshot for me. It's awesome. It's on my gaming rig right now. The red and black matches the gaming rig colors. It's dope. And then Cade is on top of my streaming rig. Um, so like I I like here's Cade. I th- I think that um I would love that. I would absolutely love that. I would love to see um, these some of these weapons be be better. I would love to see them better. Okay, for the, those listening to the audio version, I'm going to take three seconds to step away from the mic to grab the gun. Give me one second. Okay. There's a sunshot. It, it's... it. I am, I, I am a small person. It's actually enormous. It's not big because I'm small. <laughs> Giddy. There you go. We're not gonna go. We're not gonna go full screen for it because this is a Q and A session. Um, it was very dope. It was very dope. It's, it's huge. It's huge. And uh, it, the chamber opens, but I don't want to do it because it's 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 very. Uh, it feels very fragile, so I don't want to do it. So um, yeah, I would love. I would absolutely love for some of these weapons to be better or stronger or whatever uh, whatever the case may be I, I'm not really sure what's going on here it wouldn't let me back out um, so yeah what's it made out of I don't I don't know what material he uses it, it's it's been it's been 3d printed it's been 3d printed so it sits on top of my uh, my gaming rig is where it sits and it's gonna sit there for now on my Xbox it's PETA do you think that uh, singes were a mistake? Do you think that burn should return? Singes 25%. Uh, damage and burns is equals two times damage. I don't really have an opinion on this. I didn't feel like void burn was working in tier three reckoning. It didn't feel like it was on. Uh, it felt really inconsistent. We're not really sure. Um, we're not really sure what's going on with that. It just felt weird. Uh, Gritter, do you think auto rifles and hand cannons... Uh, in the energy slot was Bungie's attempt to give us elemental primaries with a trade-off on damage output. If that's the case, can we hope that they will give us back old-school way in those examples back to the primary slot with an energy one? Well, I don't know what they're—I don't know what they were attempting to do. I think maybe it was—I um, think here's what I think. They had this—they had this like idea and this this stubbornness I, th- I think it's clear they're stubborn their their response to enhancement cores is the most tone deaf stubborn 
honestly stupid thing I've ever seen. It's just dumb. It, 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 there's no excuse for it. There isn't. There's, they haven't even defended a value point or why it's good for the gamer or the player. And the community has gotten angry about it three separate times. Every time they've gotten angry about it, it's been in conjunction with new content. It happened at Forsaken. So they changed them to enhancement cores instead of master cores. They added the spider bounties. Then it happened in January because after the forge, people were irritated, right? And so Cosmo goes on the forums, says, here's all your thoughts on enhancement cores. It was basically like bullet points from my video because that's I, I, I said in my video what the community was saying, okay? We passed that along to the team. End of March, they address the community again. They're just stubborn. And when they were talking about the weapon system, I believe it was... Clintus who told me they don't want to go to primary, secondary, and heavy. They feel like that's a step back. They feel like it's a step back to go back to the way it was in D1. So they create this they create this other version of the weapon system because they think it's a step forward. It's not a step forward. You know what a step forward for the game would have been? Giving us elemental primaries again because the impetus for taking them away no longer no longer exists. There is no impetus to not give us elemental primaries anymore. There isn't. It again, they're just stubborn. They don't like to revert on things. It just we're gonna leave enhancement cores in. We're not gonna revert back to elemental primaries. Why? No freaking reason given, but we're not gonna do it. We're gonna put some primaries in the energy slot, give you almost no kinetic secondary options at all and that's a better system no it's not it's not if it ain't broke don't fix it like you don't need to iterate on the simplistic nature of why the weapon system was so good in D1 they need to realize we don't care what they think or want uh, we care about what we want yeah I it's just one of those things do we know where Zer is do we, do we know where he is? I'll go and do it. Um, I don't know who I've been... Do you need to be on the same character to do the next step? Or does it... Uh, or does it... You know what I'm saying? Do we do we need to... Uh, do, do I need to be on the character that's done it before? He's in the tower. I'm going to make sure I'm on my warlock. I'm pretty sure I've been on, I've been on this guy. People are saying hanger. Okay. We'll go visit him. Uh, Mr. Anderson, what are the chances of them bringing back the moon map and bringing up the old raids? I This is way out of left field. I want them to bring back the old raids, but according to Holtzman, Holtzman worked at Bungie for a, a stint for like a six-month contract. He said uh, bringing D1... Uh, bringing D1 stuff forward is really, really hard. I would love to play Wrath of the Machine and King's... I would love to play every single one of those raids again. With the with the with the new engine, new graphics, higher frame rate, and higher FOV, um, but unfortunately, we have it on pretty good authority. That's not going to probably happen. Uh, Kahuna, do you believe that Bungie has left the skeleton crew to continue D two development while taking a portion of the prior staff to push development for D three? Also, with the current state of PvP and the player drop off rate, how do you feel about this ten year plan they originally had? They never had a ten year plan. That was a miss. That was people that misquoted them. They said there was a there was a vid doc way way back in the day where Mark Noseworthy said this is a game that we envision you playing for ten years. There was no ten year plan. Streamers and YouTubers created the phrase 10-year plan, created that narrative, and it became it became canon. It's not something Bungie ever said. And it became publicly known there was no 10-year plan, but a 10-year contract. Okay? So let's get that straight. Secondly, I do think they're running Skeleton Crew right now. And we have our answer when Luke Smith addressed the community. So he's got Sunshot, Foe Tracer, Sunbracers, and Helm of Saint... Helm of Saints, a nice role. I think it's always the same role now on this stuff. Um, yeah, that's a good role on Sunbracers too. Um, I don't know if I have that role, so I'm just going to buy it in case I don't. Um, there's a Sunshot and the Foe Tracer. We'll do the next step on the Zerk quest. Uh, why we did... Ooh, a Skull! Oh, ooh. Oh, Fusion Rifle Reserves. Grenade Launcher Reserves. And... Heavy Lifting... 
That's not a very good roll. I don't have a very good roll as it is. I don't have a very good roll as it is. So we might pivot to that one though. Um, Cause heavy lifting and grenade launcher might be actually kind of nice. Um, oh, and it's good for 1k. Actually, it's this is actually a good roll. You're right, it is. It's good for 1k. Um, yeah. So... I don't know if I have a resilience mod lying around because I'd want to throw a resilience mod into it before infusing. Uh, I use 1k a lot now. I use 1k a lot, so that's definitely worth it. Um, we could put the we could if we put the resilience mod in here, and then we need the shader. Um, we need the shader. Uh, let's get the next step here. Cabal samples, fallen samples, vex, and we need to complete the inverted spire. Um, should we just run the inverted spire and see how many we get? We might get enough. I'll go to orbit if there's if there's anybody that's going to try and join me. Um, so that's fantastic. That's the role I use on my hunter. Yeah, everything's solar now. I mean, we don't really need solar uh, if we're just going to pick the inverted spire. Um, but uh, we could definitely um definitely take that sucker up that'd be good okay we're gonna keep doing questions though while we do the zerk quest hang on let me move some things around here get the ask banner gone Lono just got back here what do you think of weapons drop with random element possibilities as well as rolls I don't know if they'd want to go random I don't know if they would want to go random because the difficulty with random rolls is you could have something drop um with void that could kind of break things uh trench bear i'm not trench barrel i'm sorry tractor cannon just is a is a he- is it's a bit of a headache okay tractor can is a bit of a headache tractor cannon's coming into the game and you know telling you that you can buff anything that you know does void and i think that just becomes a problem i think that just becomes a problem uh so i would say um I would say you might not be able to do that. It might be uh, it might be problematic. Ashton Annihilator. Would elemental primaries really have any impact? I love Dragonfly on my NOB, but when it comes to busting even an arc shield, it's slow as heck. It's better to just pull out my kinetic secondary and melt the guy. Uh, would they need to make it matching shield type or something like that? Solar burns, enemy that you pop, arc chain lightning. Yeah, like I think the same thing as you. I think the same thing as you. I don't feel like when I use an elemental primary, I don't feel like I pop shields very, very fast at all. I don't feel like I pop them fast at all. I feel like it's mega slow. Um, I feel like it's mega slow. So I, uh, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of, uh, of how limiting it is now, because again, even having the element on the primary doesn't do a lot for you, so it wouldn't hurt anything to give us true elemental primaries back. Um, there aren't even that many shields to pop in the first place. Exactly! Unless you go into environments where, again, this is where they could say, let's give them true elemental primaries because we're going to ramp some things up. Maybe they really increase shield uh, shield saturation in nightfalls. Maybe there's a there's a modifier you can turn on that's like over it's called overshield and like everything's got a freaking shield. That could be really fun. You could even a thrall's got a shield. Holy frick, like you know what I'm saying? You could really really change things up. I honestly find that really fun in the scourge of the past fight with all the shanks. It's neat. It's like one grenade, one little melee of knives and if it's the right shields, it boom, they all blow up. That's that's neat. That feels cool. An, a, an overshield modifier where literally everything has a shield, but you can have all three guns with different different um, elements could be really cool because the shanks with shield all kill each other when you pop one. Same thing would happen here. Oh, I don't really want to use my heavy. These guys have arc shields. Let me throw down an arc grenade. And then all of a sudden all the thrall blow up because they all have those shields. Ren 4. Do you think the problem could be solved by more diversity in kinetic special weapons, or do you feel like that's just a band-aid? What are you going to do with fusion rifles in that scenario? What are you going to do? Right? I I just, I feel, I feel like you're, 
I feel, I feel like you're just, yeah, it's just a band-aid. Because fusions are getting left behind when you do that. We could also have more trace rifles in the game. We don't need trace rifles to only be exotics. Uh, that's another that's another thing I would like to see them do. And I think you just, you have more freedom if the weapon system gets more simplified. Doodly. Since elements don't matter too much, wouldn't it be the best to treat elements like perks? For example, an element, uh, any weapon can roll any element or without an element. Unless that element's intrinsic to the weapon's identity. Well, I don't dislike your answer. What if you had to get a curated roll and then it came with the element, but the element never changed? Again, you need to kind of control that because of tractor cannon. Certain things, like if they do, if they do like a really, really strong shotgun, um, or a really, really strong fusion rifle or something, it, it might break things since you can use it. You could pair it with tractor cannon. But maybe you don't get the element unless it rolls curated. So that would really push people to grind for the curated roll because you really want that that element on there. And if they add that player agency and that intentionality like you have with Ada Bounties, problem solved. Uh, Okay, corner clocking. There are nine kinetic snipers out of 40 total snipers, non-exotic, that's under 25% of all snipers. Proves the weapon system is broken. Well, and then do the same do the same math with shotguns and you see the problem. Do the same math with shotguns and snipers and then include the fact that fusion rifles and trace rifles can't go in the kinetic slot ever. If they ever add other, other fusions, if they ever add other uh, trace rifles, they can't go in the kinetic slot. So... We're going to end the Q&A here so we can just work on the bounty uh, from Xur. So if you're watching live, don't go anywhere. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash Rage. As with all of my content, please like, share, and subscribe.